Why don't you stand to your feet? Uh, Prophet Andre was here last year, and uh, my wife and I were out of town, and so we didn't get to be in services. And we were in Ohio at a church camp we go to every year. And I was like, well, I'm going to tune in, watch a little bit. And then, like, it wasn't just tune in and watch a little bit. It was like grab the journal, take write, write down everything the man said, the revelation, the teaching. Uh, absolutely amazing. We attended the evening service here while we were in Ohio. Um, and so just a gifted, gifted teacher of the word, but has a prophetic ministry, a New Testament prophetic ministry to speak life, to bring encouragement, to demonstrate the power of the word of God. Uh, has come up under Prophet Ed Trout. Who, who loves Prophet Ed Trout? home. Uh, his home is South Africa as well, and so he still lives there. Families, they're getting ready to be here in the States for about six months, so we got him like real quick because he's only been here like a week now, right, um, since he's been back here in the States. So can we give honor where honor is due to Prophet Andre Bronkhorst? Amen, amen. You may be seated. Thank you. It is such a blessing to be back with you. Uh, I want to just give honor also to Pastor Marion and Pastor Steph. And we, we pray for them and we bless them where they are. And also a blessing upon their lives for this year, 2022, as God continues to take them to higher ground. I want to thank the leadership and those of you that are just uh, relentlessly serving the plan of God. And that are busy to change this city for the good. So let's just give them a hand, please. So I said, it's a blessing to be here, to be back, and uh, to be part of Movers and Shakers. I believe that uh, God is connecting kingdom-minded people globally. And uh, I'm so honored to be connected to Pastor Marion and Steph because they are kingdom people. They have a heart for the kingdom of God, not for a race, a culture, a place, but the kingdom. They're advancing the kingdom wherever they're going. And so I honor them not, not just as a pastor, but as an apostle who carries a very powerful apostolic anointing upon his life. And it's just a blessing to be connected to that. To honor my spiritual father, Prophet Ed, that you do know very well, I'll be leaving on Tuesday to meet up with him in Colorado. And we are doing a prayer conference there uh, this week in Colorado Springs. And uh, Pastor Mark, so wonderful to meet you, spend time with you. I have to say to you that I did watch that uh, message. You know, I was the only person in the room, but I was so uncomfortable when you said, take the hands of someone. I wanted to go to the restroom, try to avoid that situation. <laughs> uh, but it <laughs> was such a godly moment. You know, what I love about Pastor Mark is just his, his ability to ground people. And uh, so he goes to places that's uncomfortable. We don't want to do it. We don't want to talk about it. We, don't, we want to avoid that subject. And then he just puts light on that. And so it's amazing, you know, because through life we can avoid things because we uh, carry hurt and pain through those experiences. And so we just try to avoid it, just get away from it. And so that was just a moment where he, he grounded us. I mean, you can't leave. You can't go anywhere. You have to face something. And I really believe that God set people free at that moment. Maybe physically you didn't experience something, but spiritually, I mean, something shifted in your life in that moment when he turned his eyes and his face towards you at that moment. Amen. And then your wife, I haven't met you quite yet, but Pastor Mark did speak about you a little bit, you're a little less than Jesus, but uh, he did mention you and how grateful he is for you. Amen. Bless you. Let's pray this morning and get into the Word of God. Are you ready for the Word? Now, the Word is alive and active. When we open up the Word, it's not a history book, it's not the past, it's the present. When we read it, it's not David's story, it's your story. It's not Abraham, it's not Moses, it's not Elijah, it's not, it's your moment right now. And so when God leads us to that passage, He's speaking about something that He wants to do right now in this hour. Now, prophecy does not start at the end of the meeting. Prophecy starts the first moment when we walk into the building, when we start to greet people, when we worship. There's a lot of things that happened in the worship. I hope you caught that because in the worship, there was things that God shifted and released, mantles that was released. I'm going to focus on that this morning, but it already started. We're not uh, waiting for something to happen in this meeting. Something shifted in the worship. I wanted to say, let's just continue with that. Let's just say in that moment because God is doing something right here that man cannot do. And I want to put the emphasis on that this morning. Don't move your focus on me right now. Let's stay connected to Jesus 
and allow Him to finish what He started this morning in our lives. Amen? Let's pray and we can read the Word. Thank you, Father, for Your Word this morning. And as we open up Your Word, that it's alive and active. Every word will go forth and it will accomplish exactly that. Thank you, Lord, for every person that's here in this room right now that we are at the right place, the right time. Thank you, Lord, that you've prepared our hearts already and our minds to receive the uncompromised word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So a little bit about my life and where I started and what happened. Just in short, I've been in ministry now for 22 years. I started very, very early in my life. Uh, I started to serve in a, in a ministry back in South Africa, and I was the sound man. I did sound for many years. Then I did camera work for many years. Then I worked in the bookshop. I worked in every department of that ministry. And then I got promoted to youth leader. And I was the youth leader in that ministry for many years. And then I became a minister and then a prophet. And so that's in short my history. And so I've got a history of serving. That's the only thing that I know is to serve. The more we serve, the more God will uplift us. And so uh, we have to seize every moment, every opportunity. God came and found David where he was. David didn't have to fight to get into the palace. God found him in the secret place. He found him in, you know, in, in, a, in a desert moment. That's where he found him. And that's what I want to say to you today, that God knows where you are. And he can come and find you in that place. But we have to seize every opportunity. We cannot live like we have another hundred years. We can't live like, well, I'm going to be here next week. We are here today, and, and this day has to count. And so we have to throw everything we can at this moment, all our ability, all our giftings, all our strength in this hour, and say, God, I don't want to miss what you have for me right here, right now. I'm not leaving empty-handed. Amen? Now, I briefly want to touch on what God is sharing with me for this year and where we are going. I wait on the Lord every year to, to receive a word for him for that season or that year. And uh, I don't intend to prophesy over nations or over um, churches. My focus is to hear the voice of God personally. And then as I see God, God starts to reveal things more to me about the future and about things that will happen now. I want to share uh, in briefly the season that we are in right now and where we are going. And so the Lord spoke to me beginning of this year, and he said to me, Andre, the year 2022 will be a year of rest. And so God took me to the book of Exodus, chapter 33, verse 12. He said, Moses said to the Lord, you've been telling me, lead these people, but you've not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you've found favor with me. So Moses comes to a place in his life where he says, God, I need to know if you are in this. If you are not in this, if you are not part of this, then I don't want to be part of it. And I believe that we've come to this place right now after the challenges of the last two, three years. The last two, three years has been years where we had to push. It was push and pull years. We had to make it happen. We had to get up. We had to work with what we had. We couldn't wait any longer. So you had to get up, start that business, push that business, carry that business through. And so it became a pattern of pushing, a pattern of fighting, a pattern of surviving. And then suddenly, January 2022, I don't want to go into more detail, but a little bit before that. You see, when we talk about years and seasons, they are different because we think here is January to December. But it's literally a season, it's a time frame, and that, you know, can be any time. Uh, God says to uh, Moses that this day would be the first day of your year. And so God can start a new year, a new season, whenever he wants to. <laughs> we don't have to wait for January to start a new year. God can say, well, today is your new year, is your new season starting today. And so the word see season is a time frame. And so we are entering a season right now of rest. And so in Exodus chapter 33, verse 14, the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And so he comes and he confirms you know, to Moses that I will be with you, that where you go, that my presence will lead you. 
And I want to share this with you that in 2022, we came out of a season of pushing, pulling, surviving, and we can easily carry that pattern into the next season. But we have entered a new season, a season of rest. And it's difficult because if you had made things happen, if you pushed and you had to get up and go, and then suddenly you're entering a year of rest, and God says, well, it's time to let go. And you are in control. You're trying to get that business to succeed. You're trying to, to make things happen. And then God says, no, let me lead. And you have to let go and surrender. And then suddenly God takes over and he leads us to a place of rest. Now, rest does not mean that we're not doing anything. Rest means that we're entering a place that whatever we touch, whatever we do, it accelerates to a rate that's above and beyond our ability or our gifting. And so suddenly God comes and he accelerates everything in our lives because he is in control. And that's where we are right now. I want to encourage you not to push and pull anymore, but to let God lead in 2022. Let his spirit lead and take you to a place of rest. I'm praying one thing right now in my life and I'm saying, God, if your presence is not with me, if your presence is not there, I'm not going. I've learned that the best place to be is in the will of God. It's not about the place, it's not about how glamorous it looks. I've learned that in his will, there's provision, there's protection, there's peace, everything is there and that's where I want to be. I want to be where God is. And so let God lead you in this year, 2022, let him lead the way. Now, it's uncomfortable if you are in control and then suddenly God says, okay, surrender back to me. And you had to make it happen. I mean, you're just getting the hang of things. You're just getting you know, a hold of things in your life and suddenly God says, okay, now it's time to give back to me. And to stand back and say, God, okay, I trust you. Lead in my life, lead in this year and take me to a place of rest. Now, it's interesting to me because just as the Lord Shed did with me, I started to study about rest. And I found that in September last year, that they announced in Israel that this year is a sabbatical year in Israel. A year of rest, a year of letting go. It started in September last year. And so I believe that the Lord is doing something where he's lifting burdens from us. Where he's lifting you know, people that have been exhausted over in the last year, last two years, he's lifting that from you and he's making everything fresh and everything new again in our lives. Amen? And so I release this upon you this morning that in this year, the presence of God will go with you. Where you go and where you are in the marketplace at home, that you will be aware of the presence of God. I believe that we are going to experience the presence of God this year on a far greater level and intensity than we've ever experienced it before. Amen? And so I want you to receive that. If you've been waiting for your prophetic word, this is it, that the presence of God will go with you in this year. I want you to turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter 9, verse 17. And this morning, I want to speak to you about the gift of faith. The gift of faith. Mark, chapter 9, verse 17. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. This man asked the disciples to deliver his son and they couldn't deliver him. And so he came to Jesus. In Mark chapter 9 verse 19, Jesus says, you unbelieving generation. Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. And Jesus asked the father, how long has it been like this? And the father replies, from childhood. You know, the, uh, <laughs> the theme of this passage is you unbelieving generation. I want to say to you that I think in the last couple of years that if Jesus would have been here, he would have looked at us and say, you unbelieving generation. You've been trained, you've been equipped, and yet you still don't believe you unbelieving generation. And so he says, bring the boy to me. In verse uh, um, 23, the father says, 
verse 22, he says, uh, he's been like this from childhood, but if you can, have pity on me. And I think that's the words right there that he should not have said. And so suddenly Jesus looked at him, verse 23, he says, if you can, Jesus said, everything is possible for the one who believes. This is a um, remarkable father because he's not gonna give up. He's not going to let go. He's standing in for someone. It's amazing to me that he's not representing himself, but he's standing in for someone, standing in for his child. He's, he's standing in the gap for, for someone. I believe in this hour, we have many people present that are standing in for someone, standing in for a family, standing in for a household, standing in for someone there that's not serving God, that is sick, that needs restoration, needs to be healed. You know this morning that that person does not have to be in this building today to be touched. That by being here, you represent your entire generation, or just family, your entire generation. And God just needs one person within a household to open up a door and say, Holy Spirit, come in. Come into this household, come into this family for God to come and start to work in this family. And so today, as you are seated here, <laughs> your family is seated with you. Whether they are present or not, they are connected because you are here. You've opened up that door and you've came and said, God, work in my life. And God's not just gonna work in your life, but in your generation today, amen? And so he says, if you can, Jesus said, anything is possible for the one who believes. This father immediately responds and he says, in verse 24, immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. I do believe, but if I don't have the faith that's required for this miracle, then add to my faith. Give me the kind of faith that I need for this miracle. You know, I've personally been saying to God the last couple of years, I've been saying to God, Lord, just make my life easier. I've been praying that prayer weekly. Lord, just make my life easier. And every time I pray that, God says to me, Andre, I don't do easy, I do faith. And in that moment, I'm saying, God, then add to my faith. Then give me the kind of faith that I need right now for this season that I'm facing. It's remarkable to me when you read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we see the gifts of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 7, we pick up the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. And in the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, there's a gift of faith. Seems like God knew that there will be times in our lives where we would not have enough faith. And then he put a gift of faith there. It's not works of faith, abilities of faith. It's a gift of faith. And one thing about a gift is you don't pay for it. You don't work for it. You don't achieve it. It's a gift. And so in the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, he put a gift of faith there that in times in our lives where we don't have the faith that is required, that we have access to the gift of faith and we can say, God, give me the faith that I need right now. A couple of years ago, back in our home church, South Africa, we had a miracle meeting. And in that miracle meeting, we started to pray for healing and God gave me a word of knowledge that morning. And in the word of knowledge, God said to me that today he's going to heal everyone that struggles with sight, that has any that wears glasses, that has any eye condition, he's going to heal them. So I had so much boldness that morning to get up and to um, invite people that struggles with their eyes to come to the front. And so people rushed to the front 
everyone a different level of limitation in their eyes. And we prayed for them, and God healed every one of those people that morning. People got so excited when they saw these miracles that took place. A lady ran to the front, and she said, please pray for me. I said to her, well, what's wrong with your eyes? She said, no, no, I don't have an eye problem. I have a leg problem. And so she showed me her leg, and one of her legs was swollen, double the size than the other leg. She said, I'm struggling with this leg. Please pray with me. I wanted to touch her leg, put my hand on her leg. She said, no, 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 you can't touch it. It's so painful, this leg. And immediately when I looked at it, I was discouraged. I said to her, lady, God said to me this morning that we have to pray for eyes, and uh, I'm not comfortable in praying for this right now. I want to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. While she was so excited, she said, well, if this miracle could take place, then I can be healed, and so please pray for me. And so I thought, well, let me just pray for her and get this over with. So I prayed for her. I said to her, thank you, bless you, please be seated. She said, no, it still hurts. So suddenly, got quiet in the room. Everyone's attention is there. They saw miracles take place, but yet nothing is changing right now. So I prayed for a second time. Lord, please heal her. Please heal her this leg. But in my heart, I thought, this is impossible. In my heart, I thought, well, I don't know how we're going to get out of this situation. I mean, look at the pain that she has. Look at the situation that she's in. Prayed a second time. And... Uh, Said to her, thank you, bless you, you may be seated. She said, no, the pain is still there, pray again. And so it became a little bit awkward. And so she's standing there, she's trusting God for her healing, and nothing is happening. And I'm praying and praying and praying, and there's just no results. And suddenly, I felt the gift of faith. There's a faith that came into my heart suddenly, not my kind of faith. And I felt the faith came into in my spirit, and then God said, pray now. And I prayed for her, and right there she was healed. At that moment, I realized that that was not my faith. That God came, and in a moment, he added to my faith. He gave me the kind of faith that I needed for that moment. This morning, we are going to pray for the release of the gift of faith upon your life. No matter what you are facing, no matter what you are going through in this moment, we're going to ask God to release the gift of faith upon your life. I wanna invite the band to come to the front and we're gonna start to pray. We're going to go into a moment of activation and you're going to leave here with the faith that you need for this season in your life. Now, this father comes, and it's so beautiful because he comes, and he could just, I mean, act it out, but he stands there before Jesus. He says, yes, I believe, but help my unbelief. Give me the kind of faith. If there's any place in my heart where there's unbelief, then help me with that. I mean, this is a sincere man. He's not trying to hide anything. He's opening up his limitations, saying, God, I need help right now. I'm at the source right now. It doesn't help to act. It doesn't help to hide it. I need to address the situation right now because out there is a war. And I'm right now at the source, and I need to receive power from this place. And so give me the kind of faith today. Well, out there is a battle that you are facing, that you are going through. But in here is the source. It's a place today that through the Holy Spirit that we have access to the gifts. And we are at a place of empowerment. We, we, we don't have to act strong this morning. We can reveal our weakness and say, God, I need you. I need your help. I need wisdom. I need your gifts. I need you to empower me for what I'm facing out there. Because Monday morning, it's your battle. Pastor Marion, Pastor Mark are not going to be there to fight that battle. You're going to have to be the one that will stand in that moment and function in the authority that God has given you. 
as a mom, you'll be out there praying for a husband, praying for children. And that's your battle that you have to fight. Having challenges and things in your life and there's not leadership, there's not people that's there with you in that moment. <laughs> but I'm here to say to you that the Spirit of the Lord will be with you in that hour. The Spirit of the Lord will equip you, will give you everything that's needed for that moment to speak a word, to act out your faith. One person in a household that opens up that door, that chooses to believe, can change an entire family, can bring an entire family to Christ because one person in the family will not give up on that family. One mother will not give up on the child, will not give up on her husband. One husband won't give up, keep on pushing until the breakthrough is there. I want to ask you this morning, and I want to say this to you, I want to be truthful to you in what's coming in 2020. 2022 is going to be a year of great faith. Great faith. God's going to stretch you this year like never before. It's going to be a time where you're going to have to not just walk on water, you're going to have to run on water. There's some uncomfortable moments that are coming. Moments where you're going to have to take a step of faith. And in that moment, you can lose everything or you can gain everything. These are the moments that we are facing in this year, 2022. A year of great faith. Great faith. And this is not the faith of the leadership, the faith of the pastor. This is your faith. The year where you're going to take great steps of faith. Major steps, giant steps of faith. It might be uncomfortable. You might feel, well, I'm not ready for this. I don't know if I can do this. Great faith. Great faith. But before that, God's preparing you. He's giving you the gift of faith. Preparing you. Adding to your faith. So that you are ready to step into that. And this morning, I'm trusting God for the gift of faith to come upon people, that you would feel it in your spirit, that there's a faith that rises in your spirit where you know that this, this is not my faith. This is a godly faith. This is supernatural that's, that's being added to my faith right now. I want to ask you to just close your eyes for a moment. I want to give you this opportunity. I want to pray with you. Before I pray with you, I want to give you the opportunity. If you are saying, Andre, I want to ask for the gift of faith. I want you to pray with me to receive the gift of faith today. Then I want to ask you just to stand where you are. I want to pray with you and release the gift of faith upon your lives this morning. The gift of faith, great faith. <laughs> Thank you, Father, this morning. Every person that's in this room right now, Holy Spirit, I release the gift of faith upon every person right now. Those that are watching through live stream, I pray for the gift of faith to come upon your life right now. That God would add to your faith. Yes, I believe, but help my unbelief. Father, I release it upon them right now. The gift of faith. Thank you, Father that you've made this gift available to us. You're giving us this gift. I release it right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. I want you to be seated. Thank you so much. Gift of faith. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I want to say it again to you that 2022 is going to be a year of great faith. <laughs> You're going to have to take some steps. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you have to take that step. You can choose to stay behind and say, no, no, I'm secure, I'm safe, I'm stable. Or you can take that step. But I'm here to say to you that you will not be disappointed. God will show up. God will reveal himself. And his presence will go with you. His presence will go with you. And he will give you rest in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. Amen. What's your name, sir? There with the white shirt. Right there. There with the white shirt. What's your name, sir? Yes. What's your name? 
Greg, would you please stand quickly, Greg? Who's next to you, Greg? Who's next to you? Who is that? Your? Fiance. Fiance. Stand, please, fiance. How long have you been uh, together or how long has it been your fiance? Uh, six, four years. six years. Four, four years. Six years. Okay. So what are you waiting for? I don't know. You don't know. I've asked her, but... You know, Jesus is returning soon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I want to speak into your life today, sir. Speaking about faith today. Your faith is down and tired, and today God's uplifting you. I want to say to you that you've not lost the battle. It's been heavy. It's been challenging for you. And uh, you fought the battle, and then you just gave up. And today, as you stand here, you carry a great disappointment in people. It's the very people that you thought would support you, would help you, didn't. And that's not you. You're such an unselfish person. You would help anyone. I mean, you are always available. You're just that type of person. When you drive and someone's standing next to the road, they need help, you will always stop. I mean, you won't even you know, think twice. Just stop and help. Just stop and, and help them. That's who you are. How you've, been, how you've been raised. But then through life, life started to knock you down over and over and over. And you just gave up. You just gave up. You lost the fight. You don't want to fight anymore. Just live. And right now, you're just getting up every day and going on and getting back home and just going through life and the motions of life. But you're not thriving. <laughs> Your life is not in overflow. And today is activation for you. God is putting back the fight in you. He's putting back the fire upon your life. You know, I saw years ago the person that you've been that, uh, that would always get up, always go, always positive. And today God's activating that person again, that fight again. There's dreams and ideas that you've had in the past and God says it's not over. He's bringing it back into your life, the very things that did not work in your past, that you tried, ventures that you went into, is going to work in this season. So God is waking that up, He's stirring that up. I want to encourage you when it comes to this relationship to pray about and think. Where does this need to go? God can only bless something that is in covenant. I want, to, want you to think about it, pray, sit, and figure this out. It's a, hopefully your life is very complicated at this moment, <laughs> and God wants to lessen it. He wants to make it easy. He wants to make it simple. And so he's busy cleaning up and bringing restoration in both of your lives at this moment. And so there's some conversations that you have to have, not, not for people, but for you, to sort out things. You, both of you are living in tremendous guilt and condemnation. You don't have to live that way. You can get up in the morning and feel free and excited and know that you are in the plan and the will of God. And so even though you gave up on God in the past, God did not give up on you. And this morning is a reawakening time for you. Since the last six months, God has been working in your spirit, working with you. And so you are going to see the promises and plans of God fulfilled in your life. Okay, bless you, sir. What's your name? Sorry? Sorry? La Ronda. La Ronda. Do you have children? I'm looking for a girl. Yes. I have two. Well, we have... I'm looking for I, a girl, specific girl. So you have two... What, boys? Two boys. Two, I'm looking for a girl. Do you have any girl in your life? I have granddaughters. I'm looking for a daughter. I see a daughter. When I see in the spirit, she looks similar to you. She looks similar to you, this, this girl. Does your grandchildren look like you? No. She's similar. Resembles you in the spirit. So I'm speaking into that child's life right now. I see the child going... Uh, going through a tremendous attack right now. I'm speaking life over that child. That child is connected to you. I'm speaking life and restoration in that child's life in Jesus' name. Now, when it comes to you, there's a pattern and cycle keeps on um, coming back over and over and over in your life. Today, I'm here to say the end to that. Any negative cycle that's not from God, I set you free from that. I release you from that completely today. You are entering your new season and your new life. And so God is making everything new. A lot of change that's coming, a lot of things. God's going to start to speed up things. This is going to be, here, be a year of change for you. And so it's time to let go. You've pondered long enough about the past and about where you've been, things you cannot just not fix. And so God says it's time to enter the new in your season and your life. Okay, bless you. Thank you. Maybe see them. Amen. What's your name there, sir, with a red shirt? Yes, what's your name? Brandon, stand please, Brandon. Where's your wife? She's out of town, out of town. Okay, who's next to you? This is my son, Justice. Justice, okay. Justice, what do you do for life? For run. 
Isso. <laughs> School. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for being here today, Justice. Uh, thank you also, Father, you know, for bringing him and being here today. Um, today is a, is, a, is a turnaround day for you. It's a, God's turning everything and changing it around. As you are standing here today, you are a person that resembles your entire family. I see your wife, your entire family here with you today. God's touching your family. He's, up, he's uplifting your family. I want to thank you for not giving up. You had so many opportunities to just give up and just walk away, and, and you didn't. You kept on coming back and coming back and coming back, and, and you always believe there must be something greater. There must be more. This cannot be it. And so because of that, you have, <laughs> you have released the gift of faith upon your life. And I want to say to you today that you are a man of great faith, great faith. No matter what people say and what they think about you, God thinks your faith is great. And because of that faith, you will not be disappointed in what the Lord has for you. When it comes to the battle, I want to say to you this morning that everything is worth it. You've been through a lot and contemplated whether, whether it's really worth it, you know, to go through all of this stuff. It's worth it, definitely worth it. And you are at the brink of that breakthrough and miracle in your life. God's changing your work situation completely. It's a new job, new position that's waiting for you. And God is renewing that, uh, see a new opening that's been kept from you for a long time, promotion. And God, God says no more. And so God's going to start to prosper you within this year. And then also next year, it will flow into next year, 2023. You will start to hit the peak of your life, one of the highest moments really of experiencing the blessing of the Lord on your life and what you do and where you are. Now, you're a man of prayer. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying because God's hearing your prayers. And there are so many adjustments that has happened in the spirit because of you praying and not giving up, okay? So I'm glad you're here, Justice, and that you've, you've come here. You think your life is not very significant at this moment, but you don't realize, you know, who you are and what God's busy doing in your life. It's often those that are overlooked that God uses. And so God's busy setting you up already for your future and for his plans for you. And so you will start to experience the intensity of God's presence right now in your life. You will experience the love of the Lord, the presence of God, and uh, already dreams and visions of what God's going to do in your future and where he's going to take you. So I want to encourage you just to walk with God and stay close to the Lord. Stay connected. The enemy is trying very hard to pull you away. The best thing that you can do is to position yourself in the presence of God. When you do that, you'll do the rest. Amen. Just show up. Just, just be in the presence of God, and God will start to bring uh, uh, restoration and healing within your life as you continue. Okay? Bless you. May be seated. Thank you. Here's the worship leader. What's your, what's your name? What's your name? Can you come and stand down here for a moment? I don't want to look up to you. What's your name? Caleb. Have we met before? We have, actually. Okay. I don't remember you. I see a lot of people. Where's your wife? Right there. Come and stand here with him. Thank you, Father, for this couple. It's a blessing. What's your name? Oh, Leah. Leah. What do you do, Caleb? Uh, ministry. I'm in school right now, but I graduate on Saturday, so. Okay. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? What's your plans for the future? Uh... Hopefully some stuff will work out here, but my dream is to be worship pastor and go into ministry, so. Okay. And what's your, what do you do right now? I also graduate on Saturday. Um, um, I'm going to be a dental hygienist. Okay. God's, uh, God's hand is on, on your lives right now, and the Lord is interrupting your plans. So any ideas that both of you have of what you want to do and where you want to go, and God is just interrupting that. I want to say to you that the Lord is in control. Don't ever doubt that or wonder about it. You know, you keep on going, keep on pushing and, and moving forward. But God's busy really directing both of your lives where he wants to take you and what he wants to do in your life ahead. You are, but what amazes me, you know, I'm not drawn to, to people's abilities or talents, but I'm drawn to the anointing. Amen. You're a very, very anointed man. Okay, the anointing of God upon your life, and it's not the gifts that breaks yokes, it's the anointing that breaks yokes, and so that is something that I want to encourage you to never lose, you can lose everything in your life, don't lose the anointing, so hold on to the anointing, now anointing comes 
from our intimate times and moments with God. The more we spend time with the Lord, that anointing starts to develop upon our lives. And both of you have such a, you know, when I look at your spirit, it's so clean and so healthy at this moment. And so this morning, I declare that over you that God will protect you as you move on and where you go, every step you take through life, that God will protect you and that nothing will harm your souls, nothing will harm the purity that you carry within your life. There's some challenges and frustrations within your family and around you. Let's look at your household, it's completely peaceful, but then around you, everything is shaken. <laughs> everything has been shaken. And God says, don't let that shake you. No matter what happens outside of your household, don't let that affect you in, in any way. You have a gift of bringing stability and peace into a community, into a place where you go. And don't let the enemy interrupt your peace. And this is the attack of the enemy right now. Over the last few years, the enemy's been trying to disrupt things, disrupt things. And he hasn't found a hold or a place to come in. And I'm here this morning to say he's not going to. He's not going to find an open door because your house is a place of peace. Your family is a place of peace. Your marriage is a place of peace. This relationship is a place of peace. And so no harm will come to that. It will always be a place of stability where you go. But know, know that the presence of God is going with you, is moving with you where you go. And I want to release it on both of your lives. Now, when it comes to where you are and what you're doing, is interrupting your plans. God's going to turn it into the direction that he wants to. But I want you to know that the plan and the will of God is going to bring you tremendous joy, tremendous joy. Even though your mind don't always understand it, your spirit will be in complete agreement. In your spirit, you'll know exactly that this, this, this is what I have to do. This is where I have to be completely. But yet your mind will not always fandom or understand how is this going to work out, how is this going to pan out, but the presence of God will be with you where you go. Okay, bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Sir, there with a blue shirt and polo. Yes, what's your name? Just shout your name. Dave, what do you do for work, Dave? Car business. You are in the? Car business. Car business. You sell cars. Wonderful. Broken ones or? <laughs> Hopefully not. Okay. Where's your wife? I am not married. Okay. God's bringing healing to your life as I speak to you right now, not just in the last year, but the last 10 years of your life. The enemy has stolen from you over and over and over and over. And God says, just no more. Now, being a Christian, child of God, does not exclude us from the attacks of the enemy. But what it does, it gives us the right to claim back sevenfold. And today I'm standing in agreement with you for everything that the enemy has taken from you. You know, a thief can never become an owner. So even though the enemy stole that, it does not belong to him. As I call back, you've had not just one business, but several companies and things in your life. And from any, every one of those, the enemy came and stole. And I'm here to, to speak life back into that. Now, God is refurbishing, restoring your company or your business completely. He's rebranding it, making it new, making it fresh. You are exactly where you need to be, but there is some adjustments that has to take place. And so you've been willing you know, to work with whatever you had and, and with, with you had to learn to do a lot with very little, all of that is changing. And because of your faithfulness, God's going to exalt you. He's going to lift you up and it's going to give you back. He's going to give you the right tools that you need right now for your life. Okay? Amen. Bless you, sir. Thank you. Receive. I received that. Who's next to you? The gentleman next to you? No, oh, another side. Sorry, apologize. Another side. What's your name, sir? You? Yes, you. Uh, hello, Marshall. Marshall. What do you do for work, Marshall? Uh, a few things. <laughs> a corporate, corporate facilitator and a course designer. Why didn't you become a pastor? Um, <clears throat> well, I, I, I minister. So, you minister. You know, yeah. <laughs> the truth is that uh, pastoring is your primary calling, it's your main calling. It's not a secondary thing. Now, if I say pastor, I mean in the marketplace. Not about pastor, pastoring is not about just having a building or having a church. Or that's not, it's who you are and what you carry upon your life. Because where you are, you are a shepherd to people. 
always, it doesn't matter what conversation you have, it always ends up in ministry. You can talk about anything, but it ends up with God, it ends up with the Word of God. So I want to say to you that today, it's important for you to accept the call of God, because you look at yourself and you underestimate your potential, the gifting, and the power that you carry today. But from this day forth, you will start to realize who you are in the spirit. You are a giant in the spirit. And it's a mantle that you carry that you have to accept. I see you change mantles frequently. So you pick up one gifting, then you let it go, and then the next, and the next, and the next. And it's time to carry them. It's time to carry them. It's time to hold on to it and to carry that. When God called me to the prophetic, I didn't want to accept it. I said, God, I just want to be Andre. I don't want to be a prophet. And God said, well, what if that is what I want to call you? Would you be that? And the day when I accepted the call of God, the authority level shifted immediately in my life. And this is what I'm referring to you today. It's time to accept who you are. It's time to accept the calling that is upon you. And so God's using you in the marketplace. It's amazing to see all the souls around you, people that are not saved and that really need God and how they just flock around you no matter where you go always drawn to you. God's given you some form of giftings that's an attraction to people and so they always want to come and hear, come and listen, come and be connected to that. It's just a just bait to, to lead the lost to Christ. But it's time to focus on that. You know, being in ministry is not our plan B. It's what we are called to be called. That's the only thing that has eternal value is souls, is people. And so this here is going to continue to do what you do, but there's a shift that is coming an urgency within you and also within your spirit for the lost and for people. And so God's going to use you effectively in the marketplace and where you go and what you do to affect people for his kingdom, to bring them in. There's a lot of religious voices around you, people that think they're saved, but they're not. They say the right things and they make the right sounds, yet they have no relationship with God. They don't know God. And God is going to open up going to build a bridge for you to be able to speak into their lives because they all, I see they're around you and they, they say the right things, but they need an encounter. Need it. You've, you're here today because of an encounter you have had, just because of a moment with Christ that, <laughs> that brought you to this place and brought you to be here. God's saying today that he is not, he didn't just uh, uh, bring you to encounter in your life, but he's also called you to bring encounters to people, release within their lives. You carry something that has to be released where you go. It has to be, uh, has to be you know, released upon people. And so the Lord is setting up some form of meeting place, some form, of, some form of platform where you can minister, where you can release, where you can. And it's, I want to say to you, that's what your sight has to be on this here can't look at anything else. You have to be focused on that. I see a meeting place, a place where you can minister, a place where you can release. Have your sights on that. As you build the house of God, he will build your house. Everything else he will take care of. But this is an urgency. It's an urgent call today that it's time for you to touch the lost, time for you to reach people. It's time to bring them in. There's many that think they're saved, but they need Christ in this hour. Okay? Bless I you receive sir. everything you just said. What's your name there, um, lady with the red, red shirt? What's your name? Tracy. Is that Tracy, yeah. right? And then next to you oh, is Tracy and? Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Tracy and Brian. And you are married? Ryan. Yes, we're married. Are you married? Yes. How long? Uh, almost two years. Almost two years. Yeah. What do you do, sir, for work? Uh, I'm a personal trainer and nutrition coach. I have my own business. And then I bartend one night a week, and I do some contracting work like one day a week. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Yeah. Okay, what do you do, man? I teach middle school. Teach middle school. Mm -hmm. Are you part of this church? We. This is our third time here. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I, can only see, I can only say to people what I see in the spirit. We prophesy, we prophesy in part, and I, I can see, I can only share what I see. And I want to say to you that God has brought you to this church. You know, it is the Spirit that led you here. You were never supposed to come, you were never supposed to be here, but the Spirit of the Lord um, brought both of you here. And I sense in the Spirit, I sense that there's a journey that the Lord has for you here in this church and in this ministry. And I sense that God has called you here not just to be members. 
but there's a greater calling for you here. And I want to encourage you to stick it out, to stay connected, and to grow within this ministry. There's a lot more that the Lord has for you here. I see you functioning in some form of team within this church. And so stay connected, stay involved. The Lord has brought you here. Now, Ryan, <laughs> your whole life is, I look at six years old, seven years old, just an entrepreneur. I mean, you started to sell stuff early in your life. You, you did not take no for an answer. You made things happen. You always found a way out. And so you are someone that knows what it is to have nothing and then also to have everything, to start to work for it and to go after it. And so you are a remarkable person. You have the gift upon you that whatever you touch turns into gold. It just works. It doesn't matter what you do, it works. But a lot of what you've done up until now has been through your own ability and own strength. God has given you that strength, but you had to work alone. And God is saying that he's putting the help around you in this season that you need for where you are going. Because the heights and the platform the Lord is preparing for you is a level and place where you will need a team. I see an entire team that will be employed in the future that will work under you. Throughout your life, you will run multiple businesses you will never just have one thing or one office or one place. You'll have multiple things for your life. But the Lord is busy assembling a team around you to be able to run that with you. Now, your greatest gift is training. If I say training, not physical training, but coaching and training people, helping people to step into their abilities and giftings, helping them to see who they are and what they're capable of. God's given you a gift in that and for a season, the Lord's going to open up children to you, just to see God opening up that door, and you will coach and train children. You'll speak into their lives, and it's a moment when the Lord's opening up that door, and you'll be able to train them very fast, very efficiently, and help them to step into their callings and destinies of what they can become. But you need a team. I want to put an emphasis on this today. You're a very capable person, also a very fast mover. So if people don't move at the pace that you go, then you just take it over. Just run it. I look at the places where you're working, you're doing everything there. You just, you just have the ability to run everything from back to front. But you have to enable a team. You have to assemble a team for the heights and places where God is taking you. Now, the Lord is becoming your partner. He's stepping in. And up until now, you've had to work with, with what you had and the ability. But God is saying that he wants to make things easier for you. He wants to add, and it's very important for you to hear today that you've received the gift of faith today. And now God's given you the faith that you need for this journey to step into the heights and places where he has called you to be. And so no matter what word of discouragement has been spoken over your life, it will not come to fulfillment. God will take you to the places where there is no limitation. That's where you will thrive, and that's where you will go. Now, uh, Tracy I'm so grateful for you, for your relationship with the Lord, but also for your prayers. You are a silent you know, person. You don't speak a lot, and people don't always hear your voice. But when you pray, things shift and things move. And so you have underestimated your ability and internal strength that you have. You are very strong spiritually. You've been through some stuff, and you keep on saying that, I don't have what it takes for this. I don't have the ability. That's not true. That's not true. That's a lie from the enemy. You have everything that's required for this. You are a person that functions very well under pressure. In fact, when there's pressure on you, then suddenly you start to rise up. And so even now, in this moment of your life, you're going to get through this. You are at a crossroad right now. You're not sure exactly what to do and what direction to go. You're a bit overwhelmed with what is happening in your life right now. But God is easing everything, quieting everything down. What is confusing you right now is voices. There's so many voices around you, and that is what's bringing confusion to you. And so God is settling that, is turning the volume of that down because you know where you're going, you know, you know what God shared with you, you know what he's shown you, and that is what you're going for. And so spiritually, I speak to voices that is in your life right now, that is delaying the plan of God, and that is just bringing confusion to you. I command every, every one of those voices to be quiet and be still, and so that you can follow the direction and the will of God. It's going to be a 
interesting and exciting year for you when it comes to your spiritual growth this year. You are growing very fast, both of you. The Lord's busy speeding it up and even taking it to greater levels, places where you always thought, well, that's not who we are, that's not what I'm capable of, but God is saying he's taking you spiritually to those levels and to those places. I do want to encourage you to stay connected to your church family. God's going to use that to accelerate you in every area of your life, okay? Where's your mom today? Tracy, where's your mom? Where is she? Where is she? She's in New York. In New York, okay. She's struggling with some sickness and ailment in her body right now. I'm praying for her right now in this hour. Mm -hmm. Any form of sickness will leave her. It's yes. not her portion. It's not from God. No sickness is from God. And so we command the enemy to leave her alone, to take his hand off her, not just her health, but also her mind. Complete restoration upon her in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Amen. Okay. What's your name? Thank you. Maybe seated. What's your name? Please. Sorry? Monty. Okay. Stand, please. <laughs> Where's your wife? At home, is it normal for people to leave their wives at home? No. No, okay. How many children do you have? Uh, three. Three children. What do you do for work? I uh, work for Napa Auto Parts. For? Napa Auto Parts. Okay. Why don't you have your own business? <laughs> I've thought about it several <laughs> You've times. You've thought about it. Okay. It's not your thoughts. It's godly thoughts. Early in your life, God has prepared you to have your own business, to run your own business. This, it's not discrediting anyone. You're such a loyal and faithful person, and you will serve the vision, I mean, till the end of your life. But God's busy putting, stirring up in your spirit. It's time to start. It's time to start. And he's put everything in your life there already. You're such a capable person. Throughout your life, God has trained you and equipped you in multiple places that you've served. Area, look at, he's moved you from one office to another office, another office, just trained you and equipped you. Now, throughout your life, there's been people that you've been surrounded with that doesn't have the same heart that you have, that doesn't have the same desire to build the kingdom. And as it continues, I see it's drifting more and more apart, more and more apart. You are so sold out for the kingdom of God. And yet, in life and work, it's becoming more and more difficult because they don't have the same focus, don't have the same ideas, don't have the same heart. And God is saying... It is time to start. I sense within the next 24 months, you will start a venture, a new venture, and God's going to bless it above and beyond that you thought it's even possible. I see you standing in that office and, and God blessing that business and you saying, well, <laughs> how can this be? And then God blessing you more and just surprise and surprise, surprise, how this could even work. The Lord's saying if you would trust him, you would trust him, you would give him a chance that God would take you to a place. And I see that business, the focus of that business, how it will be sold out completely to build the kingdom of God. It will be the kingdom of God and then business. The sole mandate of that business would be to expand the kingdom. And God's going to use it as a very powerful tool within his kingdom to establish things. A lot of construction that's waiting in your future. God's going to use you, use your life as a vessel to build buildings, to build schools, to build facilities, to build places that will establish his kingdom on earth. So he's looking for a pure vessel, looking for someone who doesn't have an intention to draw glory to themselves. Now, as I stand before you today, God is saying that this is the man, this is the one that has always been giving glory back to me, that has never taken any glory, any honor for himself, always giving me all the glory and all the honor and that makes you a dangerous man. <laughs> makes you dangerous to the enemy because you know where your strength comes from. And so the time is coming. God is giving you the faith. I want, to hear, want you to hear this word this morning. 2022, a year of great faith. Amen. Great faith. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It's going to be great steps. But God's presence is going to be with you along the way. And he is going to see you through in this season and time of your life. It is time to go. How many children do you have? Three. The youngest child. Who's the youngest child? My daughter, Miley. She's 14. The presence of God is upon that child's life. Miracle baby. Miracle child. The presence of God is on her. So many traps and snares that the enemy had for her early. Try to, 
tried to pull the family apart and tried to, uh, you know, bring frustrations into the family. But it's a miracle child in your household today. God is saying that that child will always be a light in your home, a light in your house. That that child will always be a reminder of the promises of God. Now look at your children. It's been, it's been the child that has the most attack upon her life. Yet you are going to see the most come out of that child. The very things that people say it will not be done, it's not possible. God's going to exceed all of that because he's going to use that child as a testimony of his power, of his ability. Everything that they said is not possible, cannot be done, is what that child will do. Everything. And so you'll see. And so I release your household as a word that suck on that child's life. And I release that child prophetically today of every word that was spoken. You know, we either bless people or we curse them. There's, no, there's, there's nothing else. We bless or we curse. And so <laughs> if we don't build someone up, we curse them. And so there's negative words that was connected to that child's life. But that child is released completely today. And I release John 10 verse 10 over that child's life. Life. And life in abundance, Amen. life in overflow, and life in more than enough. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want to thank you again for being here this morning. I want to encourage you to be here tonight as we continue to minister. But I release this upon your life today, that the presence of God will go with you in this year. And he will give you rest. He will take you to a place in the middle of the battle, yet it will be an oasis. But outside of your door, there will be a battle, but your house will be a place of rest. Your house will be a place of peace. That where you go, that you'll carry that presence of God, that the people will be attracted to you because of his presence. They will say, where does this faith come from? How can you act in this way? And it's because of the gift of faith that God has given you this morning. I pray for that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Wow, 